everyone, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it. Uh, Have you ever been way more concerned about your own affairs, your own needs, your own wants, instead of the affairs of God and what he needs and what he wants? Um, Yes, I have. (laughs) Probably very recently, actually. Uh, That is exactly what we have in common with the people that are being addressed by Haggai. Uh, This is the group of people who are returning from exile. So we've been reading earlier in Ezra. Uh, Haggai is basically the prophet to the people that we've already been reading about in Ezra. So this is all kind of one story. We're getting different perspectives on it. And Haggai comes out of the gate swinging in chapter one, basically saying the word of the Lord came to him and said, oh, your house is very nice. I like that paneling. I guess they didn't know about like, yeah, what's drywall about? and paint and shiplap. Uh, but basically, he's like, oh, these wonderful paneled houses, they are very wonderful. Have you seen my house? It's a pit in the ground. He actually, in our study Bibles, it says like the Lord is frustrated that they're so excited about their comfortable places while the Lord basically remains homeless. That's what our Bible um, compares it to. Because his house is laid in ruins while they're over just making sure it's super comfortable for themselves, which is very interesting. Uh, it also kind of makes it seem a little bit like like the Lord was the one that was kind of putting fire under their butts to get moving. Uh, and earlier, I guess that would have been like two days ago, we were talking about how um, it seemed that they were taking things much more seriously, which I think they did. But it sounds like they, they still kind of needed that little bit of, okay, it's time to get to work now. Like, get a move on. It's clear from Haggai that God wants this temple rebuilt. Uh, he says that he will fill the house with glory. That is chapter 2 verse 7. So yesterday I talked about how we don't actually see a recorded incident of God filling the house, but here in Haggai, God does declare that he will. Uh, We also get in Haggai, I think, kind of this extra bit of confidence for Zerubbabel. Uh, It talks about how God is going to stir up the spirit of Zerubbabel, and then the whole book of Haggai, the whole book, it's literally two chapters. It's pretty yeah, short. It's kind of uh, but the the book ends basically saying, hey, Zerubbabel, you are God's servant. He has chosen you. God has declared it. So like, carry out this mission with confidence, knowing that God has chosen you uh, and will see you through. So in chapter two, there's also this part which really ties in well um, to part of Ezra that we were reading yesterday, where it was basically talking about how they had built the altar in order to give offerings to the Lord. But then they were like, hey, we kind of need to have some kind of foundation for this. We need to start building the actual temple. Um, I think chapter two is alluding to that because um, it's talking about like, you know, when you touch a dead corpse, like... Everything is defiled from it. Um, Same thing for God's house. Like God's house is laid waste. They can just start offering things up to him if not for a finished temple that is dedicated to him. Because just like you wouldn't walk around, the Israelites knew you wouldn't walk around and like touch dead bodies and then go offer things to the Lord. He's like, hey, my house is like a dead house right now. Make me a good house to dwell in or to be with you. And then make your offerings to me so that it's not like you're just defiling what you're offering up to me. Take it seriously, basically. I'm, I'm definitely reminded just reading over this book in the New Testament where Jesus talks about like investing your treasure in heaven uh, where moths and rust cannot destroy and thieves cannot break in and steal. The idea in Haggai, what Haggai is declaring 
is that we need to be really careful to care for the things of God first and foremost, because the exiles are coming back wanting to worship the Lord, I think, mm -hmm. uh, but they're kind of distracted by their own things, which like sort of makes sense. I mean, when you, when you move into a new house, you want to get unpacked. You want well, to get in that new house. Like, yeah, that's a really good illustration because what I think it's saying is bring me your best. Yes. Like, like you were saying with a new house, like if you move into a new house, knowing that you always use a roof example, knowing that the roof isn't great, you're not going to just want to continue living there in hopes that like, well, mm, I hope it doesn't just like fall through one day. Like, no, you're going to take care of the problem because you want to live there well, just like God wants to live with his people well and not in this like shabby, junky trash pit. <laughs> <laughs> So they do, in fact, rebuild the temple. We've already seen that from Ezra, and and we'll continue to track that story as we go. I think as far as your part goes, pay very close attention to how well you are caring for and concerned about the things of God. Um, are you committing financially to support the things of God? Are mm -hmm. you working hard to shore up the things of God? Are you... Um, creating disciples like Jesus has called us to do. Like if we are concerned about God's church in our time and in our age, surely we are inviting people into that journey. Surely we are firming up disciples and also seeking new disciples. So I think uh, we're not we're not in a time and an age where we're building literal temples. I know that people that want to build giant church buildings want you to believe that that's what's going on. Um, <laughs> But that, that's not how things work anymore. Like we are the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. We are the church. So when we build the church, it's not a construction project anymore. It's actually a people project. So we want to be investing in the things that God is concerned about. And I think a good your part to kind of like finish this out is, are you bringing your first and your best of not only your money, but also of your time, of your relationship with him? Are you bringing your first and your best to God at the, like, the beginning of the day, at any point of the day? Or are you just giving him what's left over? Um, are you giving him that that broken, dirty, trashed up temple that was there? Or are you working really hard to make sure that he's getting the best of what you have um, to build that relationship with him and to ultimately affect others around you. So that would be my or our encouragement for you today. Uh, we'll be back again tomorrow with Zechariah. We'll see you then. Haggai or Haggai? Hag or Hag? Haggai. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to our take today. Before we get into the reading, if we could just ask you one thing. Uh, if you've been enjoying the podcast, if you could subscribe to us and then leave a rating and review, we'd love to hear from you. And every rating we get helps us reach more people. Ultimately, we're just trying to reach people with the truth of God's word and your review will help us do that. So thanks so much for being invested in the podcast. Here's the reading for today. Haggai chapter one. In the second year of Darius the king, in the sixth month, on the first day of the month, the word of the Lord came by the hand of Haggai the prophet to Zerubbabel the son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and to Joshua the son of Jehozadak, the high priest. Thus says the Lord of hosts, These people say the time is not yet come to rebuild the house of the Lord. Then the word of the Lord came by the hand of Haggai the prophet, is it a time for you yourselves to dwell in your paneled houses while this house lies in ruins? Now therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. You have sown much and harvested little. You eat, but you never have enough. You drink, but you never have your fill. You clothe yourselves, but no one is warm. 
and he who earns wages does so to put them into a bag with holes. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Consider your ways. Go up to the hills and bring wood and build the house that I may take pleasure in it and that I may be glorified, says the Lord. You looked for much, and behold, it came to little. And when you brought it home, it blew away. Why, declares the Lord of hosts, because of my house that lies in ruins, while each of you busies himself with his own house. Therefore the heavens above you have withheld the dew, and the earth has withheld its produce. And I have called for a drought on the land and the hills, on the grain, the new wine, the oil, on the ground that brings forth, on the man and beast, and all their labors. Then Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, and Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest, with the remnant of the people, obeyed the voice of the Lord their God, and the words of Haggai the prophet, as the Lord their God had sent him. And the people feared the Lord. Then Haggai, the messenger of the Lord, spoke to the people with the Lord's message. I am with you, declares the Lord. And the Lord stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and the spirit of Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and the spirit of all the remnant of the people. And they came, and they worked on the house of the Lord of hosts, their God, on the twenty-fourth day of the month, in the sixth month, in the second year of Darius the king. Chapter 2. In the seventh month, on the twenty-first day of the month, the word of the Lord came by the hand of Haggai the prophet. Speak now to Zerubbabel, the son of Sheltiel, governor of Judah, and to Joshua the son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and to all the remnant of the people, and say, Who is left among you? Who saw this house in its former glory? How do you see it now? Is it not as nothing in your eyes? Yet now be strong, O Zerubbabel, declares the Lord. Be strong, O Joshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest. Be strong, all you people of the land, declares the Lord. Work, for I am with you, declares the Lord of hosts, according to the covenant that I made with you when you came out of Egypt. My spirit remains in your midst. Fear not, for thus says the Lord of hosts, Yet one more, in a little while, I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land, and I will shake all nations, so that the treasures of all nations shall come in, and I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord of hosts. This silver is mine, and the gold is mine, declares the Lord of hosts. The latter glory of this house shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts, and in this place I will give peace, declares the Lord of hosts. On the twenty-fourth day of the ninth month, in the second day of Darius, the word of the Lord came by Haggai the prophet. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Ask the priests about the law. If someone carries holy meat in the fold of his garment, and it touches with his fold bread or stew or wine or oil or any kind of food, does it become holy? The priest answered and said, No. Then Haggai said, If someone who is unclean by contact with a dead body touches any of these, does it become unclean? The priest answered and said, It does become unclean. Then Haggai answered and said, So it is with the people, and with the nation before me, declares the Lord, and so with every work of their hands, and what they offer there is unclean. Now then, consider from this day onward, before stone was placed upon stone in the temple of the Lord, how did you fare? When one came to a heap of twenty measures, there were but ten. When one came to the wine vat to draw fifty measures, there were but twenty. I struck you and all the products of your toil with blight and with mildew and with hail. Yet you did not turn to me, declares the Lord. Consider from this day onward, from the twenty-fourth day of the ninth month, since the day that the foundation of the Lord's temple was laid, consider, is the seed yet in the barn? 
Indeed, the vine, the fig tree, the pomegranate, the olive tree has yielded nothing, but from this day on I will bless you. The word of the Lord came a second time to Haggai on the twenty-fourth day of the month. Speak to Zerubbabel, governor of Judah, saying, I am about to shake the heavens and the earth, and to overthrow the throne of the kingdoms. I am about to destroy the strength of the kingdoms of the nations, and overthrow the chariots and their riders, and the horses and their riders shall go down, every one by the sword of his brother. On that day, declares the Lord of hosts, I will take you, O Zerubbabel, my servant, the son of Sheltiel, declares the Lord, and make you like a signet ring. For I have chosen you, declares the Lord of hosts. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.